Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the low light of my week, that is. Low light of my week. <laughs> That Stupid clap. clap. I love how much that clap makes you mad. It's so. It's... What's wrong with the clap? Feels like we're geeks. Feels like we're geeks. We are. Well, we are. We're fucking. We're doing a nerd mystery comedians. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're we podcast. do yeah. podcasts about yeah. mysteries, and we talk before and after the podcast about mysteries even more. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks. Highlight of my week. That. Where? Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the show where. We drink cocktails and try and solve unsolved mysteries. With me, as always, is the fantastic Suze Kempner. Hello, I'm still high on democracy. Oh yeah. <laughs> the amazing Chris Stokes. Hello, me too. What a week. And what a I week. am Suze Milas. Hey guys, how are you? The terrifying prospect of a leader of a democracy refusing to accept the result of an election. Mm. I was mulling on how terrifying that is a concept, but how funny it is in practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we if we heard about it, you would be scared. Yeah, but to live through it is very funny. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! What if Trump doesn't accept the result of the election? Oh yeah, that would be awful. And now it's <laughs> happening. It's like, oh more, please. Nom 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 Biden's another 234 votes up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, what? wow. We... <laughs> Which means they were trying to make Trump look like he'd won. And it still yeah, they were like, oh, help out the little fucker. Yeah, come on. Let's, let's not make it look so bad. At... Oh, oh, it's worse. Oh. <laughs> What are you guys drinking? I'm drinking a brandy apple donut. I had it on the live stream on Thursday and I thought mm. I'm going to have it again for an episode proper. And what it is, is brandy, apple juice and donut syrup. Yeah. And it's a week since I ordered my donut syrup. And it's Where is your donut syrup? Shit ain't here. I, yeah. I am so lonely without What it. are you drinking, Suze? I've got... This is called a Bellissimo. Mm, Bellissimo. And Bellissimo. And it is, as you can see, a beautiful coral red. It's equal parts. Okay, it was described to me as the female Negroni. And I was like, I'm in, but also that's sexist. Yeah, anyway. I'm not into that. <laughs> the female <laughs> Negroni. Females can drink fe- Negronis. Anybody yeah, can. Yeah, I, I, I can drink a lot of them. Mm. Um, a lot in lockdown. I, it's equal parts Campari, 
limoncello and frangelico because ah, i was favorite. looking up frangelico cocktails mm. and so many of them were just like add single cream a little vodka mm, a discount nutty cream? delight mm. discount cream <laughs> and i thought yay that sounds lovely and everything but what else can they offer and this i'd never have thought to put campari with frangelico no That's, me neither like one is so sweet and one is so bitter but together they taste like Mm. <laughs> it's so it's delicious and i don't normally like limoncello but it's like the middle ground in this cocktail yeah yeah i imagine it's yeah. like it's got like a s- sour cherry i was told it will have that sour cherry uh, feel and it that is yeah. what it's like a, a tang fastic haribo Ooh, oh very my god nice. okay, i, I want to try one that. yeah yeah, yeah I same mm. i think you'll like it if you've got the ingredients why not make one tonight everyone <laughs> What are you drinking, Masood? This is a Saratoga. Now, I don't know if we ever made it I for made the show. one. You made um, one. That's right. A few weeks ago, I'm mm. sure. It's ringing a bell. Or What's in it? it? Could, actually, 2020's got no sense. It could be months ago <laughs> I made one. But I, I, made one on, I made one on the show in lockdown. I know I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was in 1963. I made a Saratoga. <laughs> so, if I, yeah, I definitely feel like we've come across this drink before. Because I was looking back in my archives and I was like, nope, can't find it. Anyway. The... the Name is very familiar. Yeah, that's what that's what sparked it. So it's a uh, brandy, equal parts brandy, sweet vermouth, and um, rye whiskey. Yeah, and then Ooh. a little bit of Angostura bitters, and then you shake it up, and that's it. Yeah, it's very Ooh. nice. It's very nice. You, it was you, wasn't it, Chris? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for things to do with what I had in the cupboard. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am. It was I literally at the same place. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like I didn't. I didn't like. Well. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to have a Saratoga. I haven't had one in a while. I was like, what can I make out of this, 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 and this? Yeah. And then a Saratoga is, came up. Yeah, yeah. It's ah. good knowledge to have because I think, like, there's. The, it's very nice going, well, looks like I'll make myself one of these. But it's also kind of. I quite like that resourcefulness of going, fuck, <laughs> what's left? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I quite enjoy discovering new cocktails. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't normally look them up. But when I went, I just typed in cocktails with Frangelico. And when this came up, I went, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah. But mm. it's very good. It was worth a shot. Yeah. Well, mm. Chris, what, uh, what what have you got for us this big fine one. day? A big, big one. one. This, is, I think, this is the big, big one. one. I think big it's one. because, like, I think when, um, when we started off on this journey of Mysteries Through Hollywood, mm. it was very much a case of, like, well, obviously William Desmond Taylor, 1922. Mm-hmm. Um, no one knows who did that. Thelma Todd, Marilyn Monroe, and the big A list, and then this one because yes. I think if you think about like unsolved Hollywood murder mysteries, this is pretty up there. Yeah. To the fact where the case hasn't closed yet, they're still talking to people about it, and the same people oh. over and over and over again. I didn't realize we had an open <clears throat> case. Whoa. On our hands. 1981. It's the death of Natalie Wood. Oh, it's a big one. Yeah. It, okay. is a, it is a big one, a big one. Splish, splash, I was taking a bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a- bad. I'm sorry about that. That's the first thing that came into my head. I was like... I mean, that's great. I- that's how you score the closing credits of a Natalie Wood biopic. <laughs> <laughs> Can you- oh, my God. Thing is, Suze, I reckon you could play Natalie Wood, actually. Oh, really? I do, yeah. Ooh, let's write it and get it made. I'll, I'll start off, I'll be on in the searches, and John Wayne will be around saying racist stuff. Oh, yeah. Cut to just 22 years later, 
Ooh, no, 25 years later, so it's perfect. It spans 25 years. Mm. My range. Uh-oh, what's on happening on the boat? And we'll do it like Rashomon style. <laughs> we'll see oh, yeah. it from the POV of everyone on board. If that's the case, that could be the pre-credits. And then mm-hmm. the actual opening credit music would be Splish Splash, I was taking it. Yeah, back. that's it, yeah. <laughs> And can I sing it, please? Yes, yes. but like, like Nancy in... Sinatra singing Bang Bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Splash, splash. Right. Well, I think we know what the song at the end of the episode is going to be. Let's write that down very briefly. I feel like the Natalie Wood story is big enough that everybody sort of like heard of it, but do they know all of the details? I don't know because I remember us talking like months ago, Suze, when mm. we were going to suggest this. You did not know that Christopher Walken was present. No! No, I didn't. No. Yeah, in 1981, because we were in 1981 last week with the Wonderland murders. Yes. Of course. Uh, so this is in end, end of November. Okay. 1981. Right. Right. On a boat, Natalie Wood is with her then husband, uh, Robert Wagner. Mm. Uh, Natalie Wood, who is a, if you don't know, obviously a a, uh, famous actress at the time. Her career is sort of just starting to take off, is it? No, she'd been been famous for a long time. Oh, no, she was in The Searchers. She was, like, famous from pretty young. Oh, shit, you said The Searchers. Yeah, yeah, so she's, like... When was The Searchers? Mm. 56? Yeah, 56. Mm. So then she would have been 18. 18. She was born in 1938. She looks younger. She looks, like, 30. Um, She was born in 1938. She married Wagner twice. What? Why would you? Uh... So hard, I married him twice. <laughs> <laughs> From the late fifties until nineteen sixty-one, where they got divorced. We'll come back okay. to that later. Then they remarried in nineteen seventy-two. Okay. They were on Wagner's boat, and he had a, a guy that he paid to sort of like drive and captain and pilot the boat. Hmm. He was also on board, and also on board was Christopher Walken, who was filming a film with Natalie Wood at the time. Ah. Mm. The film was called Brainstorm. <laughs> That's a stupid name for a film. Brainstorm? Oh, my God. The boat was named Splendor. Like the sweetener. Uh, yes, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> but, spelt, but spelt different. <laughs> the captain of the boat was called Dennis Deverne. Dennis Deverne? Double D. Double D. <laughs> yeah, the old double D. When yes. I, I worked as a uh, pianist on, a, on cruise ships, mm. and um, the captain used to make announcements, and he was very, very camp. And me and uh, the girl who um, I was working with, we used to go like, oh, he's so camp. And then we found out his name was Kevin Allcock. (laughs) That's a lot of fun. Kevin Allcock. Yeah, I bet, mate. I'll bloody bet. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like... I mean, that's that's a lot of fun, even for a 33-year-old me. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, his name's Kevin Allcock. His name's Kevin Allcock. In 20 minutes' time, we're just going to hear Masood go to. <laughs> <laughs> Masood, are you still thinking about Alcock? No. <laughs> <laughs> they said it again. It's giggle time, bitches. It's <laughs> That's what Masood says when he finds something funny. <laughs> He's annoying at comedy gigs because like, everyone's just like laughing at the comic and Masood goes, it's giggle time, bitches. <laughs> Like, why does that guy keep saying that instead of laughing? It's Masu's like it's a compliment. <laughs> it's giggle time, bitch. It's giggle time, bitches. So Natalie Wood is yeah already quite famous, and she so she's on the boat with uh, with quite a few people in there. So, they, so she people. had been filming Brainstorm with Christopher Walken. Uh, Christopher Walken will have just come off 
the deer hunter. So he would yeah, have been. Yeah, I mean, he must well have won his demand. Oscar in 79. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was 1981. Yeah. She was on the boat with him, uh, Robert Wagner, and then Dennis Deverne, who was Robert Wagner's yachts. Uh, yacht guy, captain, pilot, captain, yeah, yacht yeah, yeah, captain. Yeah. She fell off the boat in circumstances no one really knows mm. how or why. Mm. It was never determined how she fell off the boat. Uh, authorities recovered her body at eight a.m. the next morning, uh, one mile away from the boat. Mm. There was a little dinghy that was beached nearby, and. She had bruises on her body and arms, I think on the inner thigh as well, an abrasion on her left cheek, but no indication as to how or when the injuries occurred. And Wagner said that she was not with him when uh, he went to bed. Christopher Walken said he doesn't really know what happened either because he was in bed at the time. Dennis Deverne, he also said that he wasn't sure what had happened. Hmm. Um, And then over the next almost 40 years... Those three men have hardly said anything. Even Christopher Walken remains at very tight lipped wow. about it. They know okay. something. Those three <laughs> men. Oh, yeah. We should know. say at this point, uh, Masood's mum is very interested in she's the got Nazi She's got opinions case. about this case. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they said she'll listen to this. They did it. Those three <laughs> men know. and the thing is Masood I agree with your mum okay (laughs) I don't know why Christopher Walken is so tight lipped about it Mm. Mm. there's two reasons one he does not know what happened yeah two he knows exactly what happened exactly yeah Yeah. it feels very much like there's no middle ground there there's no reason for him to be like there was foul play because if he thought that but didn't know, I'm sure he'd be a bit more outspoken. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, I don't know. The fact of the matter is, he either genuinely has no idea what happened or he knows exactly what happened. Completely. Yeah. This is, and that's exactly what, how my mum would phrase it to you. She'd be like, are you telling me those three men (laughs) on the boat all, all saw nothing? All of them (laughs) saw nothing? (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) We started, uh, recounting this case Hmm. with Masood's mum's opinions about it. Let's yeah. spend the episode explaining why she's right. <laughs> I don't. I won't watch anything oh, with that shit. man. No, no, I won't. Maybe I was exaggerating, but the thing is, Christopher Walken has remained suspiciously tight-lipped. Mm. What That's few weird. answers he's given on the rare occasions have always been... Shifty. Yeah, he actually used the words at one point, you're trying to have a conversation with me I don't want to have. It's a bore. It's a bore. Oh. A woman died, mate. Your That's, mate died. Yeah. yeah. That's not boring. Jesus. And if this is an on-the-record interview, presumably for publicity for some of some kind, film yeah. or a magazine or whatever, hmm. um, why would you say that? Yeah, that is a like, weird thing to. That's a fucking might, weird thing to say. You might like. You might if you've been asked about it for thirty years, and a friend brings it up. Yeah. You tell them it's boring answering these questions or whatever. But in a publicity situation, you have to be desperate to get off the subject to say that. Yeah, he did say that. Um, anybody who thinks more happened is always going to be disappointed because nothing more happened. He said that at one point. But it, it, it's just... And yet of, he doesn't know. Well, yeah, see? What the three men on the boat are intimating is that because they don't know how she got in the water and the dinghy was missing and then found nearby, is that she got in the dinghy herself and then rode out. And then slipped off the dinghy, essentially. However, yeah. she had a almost lifelong fear of water and couldn't swim. 
Yeah. Ooh. So that see that. Mm, 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 see. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Now back in 1981, was Wagner was sort of like in between his movie careers because I don't think it's unfair to say Robert Wagner had two movie careers. Okay. Sort of like this around the early 60s, and then again when Mike Myers made, put him in Austin Powers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he I think... otherwise he's sort of like in the 70s and stuff. He was like heart to heart. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Of course. So he was TV. a TV star. Yeah. He was in. Towering Inferno. Yes, he was. Um, you're right, you're right, you're right. And he I does... used to say that was the worst film to ever get nominated for Best Picture, but then uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, the Towering um... Inferno is really charming to watch, I think, because of Fred Astaire's performance in it. Mm. Oh, yeah, he's very, very... Yeah, that's really interesting. He, yes. Because uh, he's playing it like it's a 1940s musical. Yeah. yeah. Because that's how he... That's how he does his screen That's work. his style. Yeah, and it's really lovely to watch, actually. <laughs> Fred Astaire is the asexual Gene Kelly. Like, Gene Kelly, he is so sexy and Fred Astaire just isn't, but they're, like, the same in most ways. Yeah. And Gene Kelly shows up in Xanadu as quite an old guy, and he's, like, hanging out with Olivia Newton-John, who at the time was the hottest thing on the planet. Yeah. And you get halfway through that film and you go, I hope Olivia Newton-John gets to fuck Gene Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you're like, because he's right there. They should just do it. <laughs> I was watching this. The Xanadu's a terrible movie, and I'm watching it going like, Gene Kelly? Yeah, he's, he's, still, he's still had it. I, I wish remember. he was still alive. And you're like, if he was still alive, Susie, he'd be like 100 years old. you go, not a problem. I really enjoy the fact that our Hollywood series has brought out the libido in both of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think the podcast was ever this sort of like, oh, yeah, so-and-so would get it. Until we started doing the Hollywood series. Masood, Masood, yeah. let's do the Masood test. Yeah. Masood, I yeah. need you to Google older Gene Kelly. <laughs> older Gene and, uh, Kelly. Let's yeah. see. Let's see what Masood thinks. Alrighty. Xanadu Gene Kelly. Xanadu Gene Kelly. All right, Xanadu yeah. Gene Kelly. Fuck it, I'm doing it as well. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see. Let's see. Xanadu Gene Kelly. Come on now. Let's go to images. Come on, buddy. Let's see here. Oh, hey. Look at him. We've heard the Look at him. Oh, my How old is he there? Gene Kelly, probably late 70s. So it was 1980. Look at him. He's still got it. Oh, yeah. 1980 was the the film. He was born in 1912. Oh, so he he was 68. 68, But, like, that's um, that's, uh, current day, like, 70s. (laughs) (laughs) You look good. Man, look good. Yeah. And and his performance, you're like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I have seen Gee. a bit of Xanadu, and I'm like, never seen Xanadu. Never it's seen. A terrible it. movie, Chris. You yeah, it's, missing it's, anything. It's no good, Chris. It's no. There's good. one good song by Yellow, but that's about it. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen Brainstorm so either. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't imagine. That's I don't know what Brainstorm Whoa. is. I'm gonna look it up. We got filmed time. <laughs> in 1981 because obviously she died in 1981. Was filming yeah. at the time. Didn't come out until 1983. They still released hey. it, even <laughs> though she's. That's fucking. That's not cool. Yeah, um, brainstorm. A okay. tagline is the door to the mind is open. Oh, God. <sighs> Sounds like fucking QAnon. It follows a research team's efforts to perfect a system that directly records and replays the sensory experiences and emotional feelings of a subject and the efforts by the company's management to exploit the device for... Oh, God, why have they made this Yeah, movie? that sounds like garbage. Charlie Brooker could pull it off. Yeah. 
yeah, let's black mirror this. Mm. After a researcher records her own death from a heart attack, her colleagues join forces to retrieve the information and pe- play it back. Did she die during the making of it? And yes. And they've like, we've cobbled together. Oh, fuck. They rewrote it as, oh, Jesus. That's it's awful. one of these. We've really got to save this film. I'm pretty sure we should really mourn the death of one of our co-stars. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've yeah. given it two years. <laughs> what more do you want? The funeral today. Stars- Keep filming. Hey, it's got um, Louise Fletcher in it, who was Nurse Ratchet. Oh. And a guy called Alan Fudge. <laughs> oh. I like I, I, I like the sound of Alan Fudge. He sounds I bet like he's a good dead. guy. Oh. Look it up. Yep, he's dead. Oh. <laughs> I bet he's dead. He is. Alan, we can make you an action star if you just change your name. <laughs> yeah, literally to anything. Mm. I mean, I... And he's like, he goes, shant. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say shart? <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? She fell off the boat. Oh, this idea that she took the dinghy out herself, and but mm. she does have a fear of water. Yeah, but also she, there was injuries on her body. No. Yes. Yes. What's this inner thigh? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, we'll come to that because at the time, I bet we will. At the time, Los Angeles County Coroner Thomas Noguchi he ruled the cause of her death to be accidental drowning and hypothermia. Now, just remember, that's what Thomas Noguchi said in 1981. Ah. No. Okay. Okay. When your mum, Masood, yes, said, "Are you seriously telling me that the three men on the boat don't know what happened?" Yeah, she's right to ask that question mm. because two witnesses who were on another boat entirely were close enough to that boat to hear a woman screaming for help. Fuck mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she's told me this. I think she's gone. There were people who knew. They they had they had screaming. From that boat, <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah, or an argument or something. They heard they, there was something. That's what she mm. she's told me. So, the problem is, is that the Los Angeles County Coroner ruled the cause of death to be accidental drowning and hypothermia. <clears throat> Bam, bang, case closed. Mm-hmm. It was her sister Lana Woods who is probably most famous for being in a Bond film for two scenes. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but she is very good in it, actually. She expressed doubts and continued to for like for decades. Yeah. Because she was like, well, she couldn't swim and she was terrified of water her whole life. There's no way she would have left the boat on her own to go on a dinghy. Oh, okay. And then obviously it came to light that these two witnesses who were on a nearby boat said that they'd heard a woman screaming for help during the night. The case was reopened 30 years later in 2011. Okay. When Davern, uh-huh. who was the captain of the yacht. The yacht captain. He publicly stated that he'd lied to police during the initial investigation. Shit. He's like, that. Nah, fucking hell. What? Okay, so the, the reason that... Because <laughs> oh, me and my, my mum... Basically, how it came about is we were watching an E! True Hollywood story about... Is that a mother and son ritual? Because I really like it if it is. <laughs> sort of. I like the idea that Masood was like, he didn't want to watch it at all. And he was just walking past and your mum just clicked her fingers at you and was like, sit, sit down. Uh, sit watching. down. We are watching this about... <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going out with my friends. Learn some history. Sit down, please, with me. Huh? She's the she's the worst person to watch horror movies with, though. By the way, like, what uh, does she do? Well, she just like grabs you and like she gets because she gets scared. Yeah, yeah. So she's like grabbing you and like throwing you around the room and like hitting you, and you're just like, fuck. It's the worst. Oh my god, it's terrible. In 2011, the case reopened. Mm. And Devern publicly stated that he lied to police during the initial investigation. Mm. And he said that uh, Natalie Woods and Robert Wagner 
had an argument that evening. Mm. Okay. A loud argument. And he alleged that Natalie Wood had actually been flirting with Christopher Walken and that Robert Wagner was jealous and enraged and that Wagner had prevented Deverne from turning on the searchlights and notifying authorities when she initially went missing. What? Ooh. Fuck hell, man. No, no, okay. no. Well, she maybe then maybe Chris can save her if she wants. <laughs> if that's what she wants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mrs. Miles. Wow. Deverne then alleged that Wagner was responsible for her death. Mm. Christopher Walken immediately lawyered up. Oh. Uh, he cooperated with the investigation and actually was not considered a suspect by authorities. In 2012, which is the year afterwards, mm. Los Angeles County Chief Coroner amended Natalie Wood's death certificate, changed the course of death from accidental drowning to drowning and other undetermined factors. Mm. This amended document had explicitly the statement it's not clearly established how Natalie Wood ended up in the water. Mm. Okay. Mm. So detective instructed the coroner's office not to discuss or comment on the case. The year after that, in 2013, the LA coroner's office offered a 10-page addendum to the autopsy report. And the addendum stated that she would have sustained some of the bruises on her body before she went into the water. It's all very slowly, mm. like, you know, everyone's kind of tiptoeing around the facts, like, look, we know it's murder well we can't just come right out so far it's like we can't just be um, like, that's really interesting that you said that masood mm. put a pin in that because we'll come back to that I'll put a pin in that yeah <clears throat> put a pin in it she had a blood alcohol level of 0.14 percent mm-hmm. which is high she's quite drunk yeah okay she was also uh on a painkiller that would have exacerbated the, the effects of alcohol and in 2018 two years ago robert wagner was named a person of interest by the police oh he still oh. denies any involvement to this day. Also, Robert Wagner, I looked up today because we I was reading up on this case. He's 90 now. I was going to say, how fucking old is he? 90 years old. Really? How old was he in Austin Powers then? Christ. Late uh, 60s. Yeah, late 60s. Uh, it's 60, 97, isn't it? Austin he looked Powers. pretty good. I mean, no, he's still a murderer, but yeah. <laughs> he looked all right. He looked Gene Kelly good. <laughs> <laughs> he, got that, he got that Gene Kelly look. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah officials have said that it's possible she was assaulted before she was drowned because how else would she have got the injuries yeah. yeah i guess if you want to go there in that route that she was drunk then maybe she could have slipped or something um, and i'm only playing devil's advocate there because i think she was beaten up mm. um yeah it sounds yeah. like it doesn't it bloody yes. hell no no she's me just tripping <sighs> over shit all the time doing, doing a crab in the in the in the bar look at me yeah <laughs> yeah it's does Chris beat Sue's up after the podcast? No, no. she falls down. She, uh, she fell down in the gap between the tube and the, and the platform. I do. Oh, God, <laughs> I've had so many uh, Me, Masood, uh, and Rosie Holt, we stepped from the platform <laughs> onto the train. Sue's was not so lucky. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I got beaten up by Chris Masood and Rosie Holt. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Basically, those are the top lines. Officially, what happened mm. from 1981 all the way until 2018. Mm. There's more stuff. There's more stuff. Now, if you're so inclined, mm-hmm. do seek it out. There's a Vanity Fair article from March of this year, and it's basically kind of an extract of an updated book about Natalie Wood's murder, and the author has found new information. Um, oh. Uh, that she's... Uh, they should tell us what it is. Yeah, uh, they have in the book. No. Yeah. <laughs> they should tell us just in the, in the gen- article generally yeah the article should just tell us I don't want to buy the book they should do a, <laughs> they should do a podcast about it or I'm never going to listen <laughs> it'll take rewinding a bit basically I've taken okay. you from 1981 to 2018 with all of this is the stuff that happened yes gotcha do you remember when I said that she was married to Robert Wagner twice yes yeah so she was first married to him from 1957 so she was 19. Oof, right off, cut off the... Princess Diana age, been watching And then they divorced in 1962. And they right. remarried 10 years later in 1972. But okay. when they divorced, the official story was that she'd had an affair with Warren Beatty. Yeah, but who didn't? <laughs> it's a Warren. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Krista Helm certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Natalie Wood, like, took the rap for, for, for that. Oh. And then yeah. the rumour became reported as fact. This author, who I will tell you now, because um, you should check it mm. out, her name is Suzanne Finstad. Suzanne mm-hmm. Finstad, okay. Uh, the book is called Natalie Wood, The Complete Biography. It got updated this year. So the second edition got published this oh, year. okay. Turns out that before she'd married Robert Wagner at the age of 19, yeah, she had a lot of... Uh, a lot of issues i suppose as you would i mean child stars do but can yeah. you imagine yeah. being a child star who's an attractive young girl in the 50s oh my god yeah in the 40s so this is yeah. uh th- th- this isn't pleasant no. but she was pimped to frank sinatra at the age of 15 jesus uh, oh, oh he was such a piece of oh. shit she was forced to return an engagement ring to her high school sweetheart her genuine first love and oh. he tried to kill himself afterwards oh. she was oh, exploited into a sexual liaison as a teenager with a 42 year old director to prove that she could play a bad girl in rebel without a oh jesus oh, for fuck's sake you're no actress. Oh. Have sex with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so that's disgusting. She, to protect Wagner's image, she publicly took the fall for their sudden divorce in. But see, that's oh. fucked, man. Like that thing of like, she's like, mm. right. Well, Wagner's of the two of us. Wagner is the one who's who's gonna be. We've got to protect him. Fuck. Yeah, and that. he's like in his thirties. He's a grown yeah. Up. He's a fucking grown up. Like putting the rap on someone who's barely more than a child. She never, ever, ever refuted the gossip that she'd had an affair with Warren Beatty. She never mm. refuted it. Okay. Even though what actually happened apparently is that she came home one day to their Beverly Hills home and found Robert Wagner having sex with a man. Whoa! Oh, shit! Oh, damn, oh, son! Yeah.
Who was the man? Was it Warren Beatty? Uh, it doesn't say. It doesn't it's say. Uh, Let's fast forward a bit to 1981 again when they're on the boat and he gets really <gasps> upset. Fuck. She's flirting with Christopher Walken. Fuck. Why He's might he be upset about thing. that? Yeah. That kind of reframes Fuck. that, doesn't it? Doesn't of course it? Just, it does. And she's like, she's like, oh, Barbie. Chris doesn't want to have sex with you. <laughs> and he's like, ah, take that and that. Oh, oh man. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. When she found him having sex with a man, she went back to her parents' house and she shut herself in her old bedroom. She woke up in a hospital because she'd taken an overdose of sleeping pills and had gone into oh. a coma. Basically, oh. that's how she reacted. Yeah, right. Mm. There was a lifetime of psychological damage that was building up. Mm -hmm. She tried to kill herself a few times. She had daily psychoanalysis. And this is heartbreaking. She had a fear of being alone at night that was so ingrained, like so potent, that she regressed to her childhood self. Oh, that's bad. And the reason she was terrified of water is apparently she was told from an early age that she was going to die in dark water. Oh, shit. (laughs) That might be an embellishment that is like added after the fact. Does not change the fact she was terrified of water and could not swim. I mean, like, Mm. yeah, regardless of what. Yeah, that's a fact that she's terrified of water. She can't swim. Yeah. Now, because you're going to say, like, as as she found Robert Wagner with the man, he like sprayed her with a spray bottle. (laughs) And she's like, ah. It, it all fucking came together. Like, like when a like when a dog won't stop yeah, barking, yeah. you're like, <laughs> get out of here, Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, because she was a childhood star, uh, her mother was quite pushy, like a stage mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she told Natalie from a very young age, keep quiet, don't rock the boat. Yeah. This is how you get on. Don't rock the boat, you'll fall off it. Oh shit. <laughs> oh. oh. There's, the, <laughs> there is a lot of truth that that's a very it's funny that's like psychologically that's a huge thing of parents saying that that, that there are a lot of yeah. people who will kind of like toe the company line as it were and don't cause a fuss yeah yeah don't don't uh, don't do that so I, I totally buy that she would have just taken the rap you know yeah so Finstad's uh, book is kind of like following that line into that narrative continues even after she died mm. so mm. no one ever looked out for her even after she died uh, in that sort of like this idea that you said Masood about it sounds like they would we know you know when they just sort of like accidental drowning bang close the case yeah no one wanted to talk about it somebody else has uh come out in the meantime that has highlighted maybe a bit of a cover-up that went extended as far as the uh coroner's office okay oh shit (laughs) so uh, those um, the guilties are always afraid. That's a phrase my mum throws around, which I still. The guilties are always afraid. I don't understand what that means. I think it's it's yeah. only ever come up if I am guilty of something. You know, as in a child guilty of something like I don't know, like eating a sweet when I should have or something. And I'm right. worried when asked, questioned, interrogated. Sorry, by my mum. <laughs> um, as to if I have eaten said sweet, and I'm obviously panicking. And she, the guilties are always afraid. It's like, yeah, that's because <laughs> you're basically good and bad cop at the same fucking time. That's <laughs> one of my favorite. Uh, it's the most annoyed I've ever seen Masood when he's recounting the story of you see a tin, oh. it's butter biscuits. You open it up, it's, <laughs> it's fucking sewing stuff. stuff. You're just like, oh, for the love of God. The most angry I've ever seen. <laughs> I thought 
I was getting some butter biscuits. It's yeah, on I me. I pictured little Masood with his big afro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the Muppet Babies. That's how I picture you two as children. <laughs> like the Muppet Babies. <laughs> like, I've met you both as grown-ups. Whenever you yeah. tell childhood stories, I picture you as like Muppet Babies versions of yourselves <laughs> now. We don't have legs or feet just kind of like bopping around. <laughs> your, your face is smaller, your eyes are bigger, but your afro is the same size. As if my eyes were ever bigger than this. <laughs> I'd look like a fly. <laughs> I found the Muppet Babies incredibly creepy. Anyway, carry on. It's a weird person that prefers the Muppet Babies. Yeah, that's not yeah. The, the stories were. I no, love the Muppet Babies. Weren't, <laughs> they weren't particularly. I just better. think they're amazing. So there was a, a witness present at Natalie Wood's autopsy. Mm. Well, there's uh, two kind of, I suppose. So the, the first one is a guy called Vidal Herrera. Mm-hmm. He was the photographer. He took photographs of the body at yeah. the Ooh. coroner's office. And he told he told Finstad that he observed uh, significant wounds to her head. Ooh, oh shit! And Ralph Hernandez, who was one of the investigators, uh, put in charge of the reopening of the investigation. Hmm. Uh huh. He saw the photographs as well, and he concurred that the head wounds were troubling. But Ooh. the head wounds were not mentioned in the original. Autopsy. Yeah, it's just the the face and the thigh, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The head wounds may indicate that she was in a violent fight, pushed or tossed into the water right. while unconscious. Jesus. So the Ooh. guy who was uh, captaining the ship at the time, Dennis Deverne, he didn't say in the initial statement, because you remember he then went on record to say he'd lied earlier. From the original statement, he didn't say the push by Wagner that he then acknowledged when he thought he was off camera. So oh, okay. his stories didn't add up. Right, right, right. Officially, <clears throat> he didn't see anything. Unofficially... Robert Wagner pushed her. Pushed her. Fuck. Mm. So then there's the other issue of the fact that um, the guy who was the coroner Mm. uh, during the official autopsy, which, if you remember, was a guy named uh, Noguchi. Ah, Noguchi. He had an intern Mm. at the time. And the intern is now Dr. Dr. Michael Franco. He was the intern at the office when her body was flown to L.A. County. Yeah. He wasn't listed as an employee at the time because he was a volunteer intern in 1981. Right. So he couldn't be questioned because he wasn't on the payroll. Oh, wasn't. shit. Huh. I wonder mm. how often that happens that there are people who just I don't know. through the cracks. And I don't yeah. know whether it's because... I don't know whether he was he fell through the cracks because he wasn't on the payroll mm. or whether there was a legal reason that he couldn't be questioned. Either way, he wasn't. Right. He has now gone on record and said that he observed physical evidence that establishes her death categorically a homicide. Ooh, shit. okay. This, oh, is all, this has shit. all been like in the last few years. Wow. This is not, uh, right. So it says here, for nearly 40 years, he kept silent. Fuck. Uh, and then after decades of reflection and at the persuasion of Finstad, who is the best kind of writer, a crusading one. Yeah. Yeah. He decided that he coming forward was the right thing to do. Mm. So right. at the time, he observed and found suspicious bruises on the thighs and the shins. And he described them as, uh, and bruises that he described as friction burns. Mm-hmm. And what struck him okay. as wrong was they're in the opposite direction of somebody trying to get onto a boat. So right. dragged off, off a boat. Yeah. It was, gotcha. lo- it was like somebody being pushed off. Mm. And so because of that, he raised it with Dr. Nagochi. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, direct quote here, I mentioned to him the abrasions on Natalie Wood. I told him I was having trouble understanding them. I said that they seemed to be in the opposite direction of what one would expect as to her cause of death. I remember when I told him who I was, he hesitantly stopped doing what he was doing, looked up at me, nodded his head, didn't say anything, 
and then continued doing what he'd been doing. <gasps> Fuck. And oh. then he said to me, some things are best left unsaid. Oh, my oh. God. Wow. Wow. Okay. Shit. I tell you, I know who uh, Wagner was getting off with, who she caught him with. Ooh, who was it? His, their butler. Oh, shit. Oh, oh. What the butler saw. Hey. hey. Robert Wagner's... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I know now why you call him a butler. <laughs> Franco has actually said Natalie's Wood death wasn't an accident somebody pushed her mm. I wasn't following the case at the time so when it happened obviously he was just in the coroner's office and was like this does not look like so he wasn't. He didn't even have a vested interest in the fact that it was Walken and Robert Wagner that were on the Shit. boat he was like those wounds don't look to me yeah, like yeah. somebody being um, so at the time he said that he didn't know the full particulars of the case um, he said, I wasn't following the case. I didn't know who all the players were. I wasn't playing detective. I wasn't interested in all that information. All I knew was what I saw. Mm-hmm. I knew right. it wasn't a simple drowning, which is what had been said. Shit. Jesus. Imagine that. It's, it's, it's that kind of... That feels very much like if they were to make a dramatization of this, that, that'll, that'll be like two-thirds of, of like episode seven. Where it'll just be that guy yeah, who's like, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. fuck, he fucking knows mm. something and he can't say anything. Mm-hmm. Deverne, who gave conflicting stories and then later came out and admitted that he'd lied to the police anyway. Fuck. Um, in his amended statement, he says the last words that he heard Robert Wagner say to Natalie were, get off my fucking boat. Fuck. <gasps> fuck, fuck, fuck. And then Whoa. he has also said that Robert uh, Robert Wagner wouldn't let him turn on the searchlights to look for Natalie when they originally discovered she was missing. Jesus. Maybe that was Natalie a case. Had- Maybe that was him sort of like, let the body float far enough away before we do. Mm. Oh my god. You add that up with the witnesses that were around the boat on a different boat entirely heard a woman screaming for help. Yeah. Which admittedly she could do if she'd have got out of her depth, but bearing in mind she was so frightened of water she wouldn't have gotten yeah. a dinghy by herself. Yeah. It's very unusual for this podcast to do this to somebody that's alive, but Robert Wagner, you did it. Yeah, he did. You, he yeah. Did. He, he did it. Did it. I'm telling you, don't try and convince me he did not. He did it. He did it. He absolutely did it. Why did she remarry him? That's just, yeah, it, well, That's yeah, I don't get. It's very strange, odd. isn't it? She's it's like, I now strange. know you're gay and now I've had 10 years on my own. Yeah. Why would you then remarry him? This is purely conjecture on my part. Mm. Okay. What if they married each other again in terms of uh, Robert Wagner, who is a closeted homosexual, let's say, Mm -hmm. and needs the beard. uh, And she also wants uh, maybe romantic freedom, but also the the sturdy display of being a family woman. Mm. Mm. You don't know what the politics of Hollywood was like in the late no, 60s. Of course. Let's say it was a marriage of convenience. And let's say they shared lovers. What if Christopher Walken was one of those on the boats? <gasps> oh, right. Oh, man. They, he was, Rob Wagner was like, I want me an Oscar winner. <laughs> Get me an Oscar winner. Oh, and also, <laughs> at the time, Christopher Walken would have been the pretty young Hollywood. Christopher Walken was like a little angel face boy. Yeah. yeah. One shot. <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, I just did. Oh my, that's too much. 
what if that was the arrangement? Wouldn't that also give Christopher Walken cause to keep quiet about it? Yeah, hey, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's the case of, like, Robert Wagner's like, you say anything, I've got stuff on you as well. Yeah, now, yeah. So. Yes. But yeah, there's, yeah, everybody's got something to, to lose. Fuck me, of course. Oh, my God. So, I do think Robert Wagner is responsible for Natalie Wood's death. Yeah. I think, yeah. Here's, here's what I think. Here's what happened. Okay. <laughs> those two those two were fighting. Natalie and Robert. They were fighting. Fighting. She said, I caught you. I caught you with another man. Chris doesn't know. Let me tell you, Chris. I come home and there they are together. Shamelessly. It doesn't bother me. But it bothers him. So much. He can't even look at himself in the mirror. Let me tell you, Christopher Walken, let me tell you. <laughs> this man, your friend here, <laughs> he has secrets. Secrets beyond secrets. And then, and he doesn't want me to say this. I'm, I can talk. I'm not afraid of him. He thinks I'm afraid of him. I'm not afraid of him. I'm not afraid of anybody. That's when he snaps. That's when Wagner snaps. And then he just takes her. That's when Wagner snaps. And takes her. Natalie Wood oh, had the boy. bravery of my mom just to walk into the thing and be like, I don't <laughs> care what anybody does. The truth must come out now. Oh. Yeah, ma'am. What's your mum's real name? Uh, Eliz- What's her first oh, name? Oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. I just think I want, I want all the strength of Elizabeth to just yeah, walk into places and go, I don't care oh. what anybody thinks. You did it. And I'm just in like a boot. <laughs> you didn't refund me. I know you. You know did it. You. Oh, I, it's so funny because I think the more I, I've walked around with that attitude recently. Um, I went to a, When you bought your webcam. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Like, I went, oh. They told you the price and you went, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Good luck trying to sell it. Too bad. And then I walked out. I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? It's amazing. Shamelessly, with Lucy in the pram. So she got a No, in a papoose. In a papoose. (laughs) Just like hand under her, one on the back of her head going, too bad. bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I I reckon that's what she did. She she just, she walked out, told him, told told them both, just just let it all Mm. hang out. And, And Wagner snapped. He was like, fucking what? You know this idea of like her being so drunk that she'd attempt to leave the boat by herself. Mm. I think a lifelong fear would stop her doing that, Completely. even how drunk she even was. Even if you're drunk, there's a survival instinct yeah. there that I think you find the safest thing. You're like, oh, I'm too drunk to deal with whatever's going on now. Time for bed. <laughs> yeah. If she was a confident swimmer, maybe she'd be like, "Fuck you! I'm going back to the mainland, get in the dinghy, and try and row there." Yeah. Then she could have ended up dead. But this lifelong fear of water and the fact she couldn't swim yeah. means she wouldn't have done that. Absolutely. Yeah. Personally, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's she. It's obvious what happened. The searchlight thing is, the, is creepy too. Yeah, that's, that's really. Yeah. And that's something you do in like a panic. That's not like. I mean, who knows? Maybe he is like this, but that's not like nobody touched the searchlights and he's like, <laughs> yeah. that's him going, uh, I order you, don't do that. Yeah, oh. right. Yeah, yeah. And they've taken, yeah. Yeah, it's totally not that way. Yeah. Maybe he, you know, knocked her unconscious and then was like, oh, fuck. I'm going to put her on the dinghy myself and push it out. Mm. Mm. That could have happened. That could have happened. Either yeah. way, yes. he's, he's still responsible. I am. Um, 
I just I just think that like she has a she ha- I mean she had kids uh, her sister by the way was like I think 8 years younger than her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her sister Lana is now 74. Right. And for the last 40 years she's been trying to get justice for oh, her sister that died. Yeah, of course. So it's like well you're being disrespectful refusing to talk about it. Yeah. You could help somebody and a family like so much yeah completely <laughs> just by mm. saying what you know but the fact that you're like stop asking me i'm bored of these questions it's mm-hmm. like well fuck you christopher Walker. yeah it feels very 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 much uh, uh yeah like he knows something even if he was there and he just sort of like was a witness to it yeah. which i think is probably most likely i don't think he was complicit in it no i think but... that yeah that's a very big difference i don't think he was like yeah do it he was just like oh sh-. like it probably just happened he's like oh fuck what wait what yeah and then like yeah and i mean i think this just boils down to the fact that how much people don't want people to know they've slept with robert wagner yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... is there anything in the archives hmm. yes there is um some might say that their cover of splish splash i was taking a bath is insensitive others have said it's a classic of the genre arms and champagne <laughs> <laughs> because Natalie Wood is a woman, so, you know, who cares? Oh, still? Yeah, no one cares. Well, in 2020, things will be very different. Why? Well, that's 39 years from now. Yeah, I guess. Let's go. Okay. Get your shit. Okay, bye. Oh, my. (laughs) There we go. That was all the champagne. Wowie. Horrific. I think it was the first one. I think it was insensitive. Yeah, they might have. I think uh... you're right. I think I think they will live to regret what they did. <laughs> My God, <laughs> forty years on. Jesus. Um, yeah, that was arms and champagne. They're awful, and I I like I wish that we could be free of them. But they keep writing songs about stuff we're talking about. Yeah. So maybe we'll never be free. Maybe no matter what yeah, history throws at them, they just keep coming. Yeah. They're like um, Pennywise <laughs> from it. They. We're here before the beginning of the earth. Ah, oh, well. So there we go. Uh, thanks very much, Chris. 
I enjoyed that one very much mm. because the recent updates to it. And mm. it's very rare that we get to accuse somebody that's still alive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think and uh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I I I completely Stand by, because I know he listens. Robert Wagner. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if we found out if if he he does listen? Yeah, he's like, I hope they don't cover that. Oh my case. god, they're doing Hollywood. I really <laughs> hope they gloss over Natalie Wood. <laughs> oh damn it again! <laughs> oh, they got me. They figured it out. They got, they got me. me dead to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason that uh, fucking Walken's lawyer. <laughs> they go and go for my mum. Try to sue my mum. Good luck. Try it. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, the police have been round to your mum's before and she's just refused <laughs> she just, to say that she's seen anything. I won't say I haven't I've seen nothing. She has that attitude as well though. She's like she's like someone in the mafia. She'll just be like, I didn't see anything. Even though she's even though she's been a witness to something, she'll be like, I didn't see it. No. Look at my birth certificate. Does it say I was born yesterday? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was I mean uh, uh, yeah, it's an amazing case. An I, case. I wish you. I wish the details were better known because they're out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So everybody, I'll say it again. Read the book by Suzanne Finstad. Mm. Mm. Yes. What I like is that she's genuinely found stuff out while she's been writing the book. Yeah. Mm. And it's just been redone for a second edition. Was recently. So it was originally published in two thousand and one, yeah. and then uh, there was a second edition with new new updates published this year. Oh wow! Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you can find the article in uh, on Vanity Fair. Ah. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah. Uh, you you know what to do now. You can find us. You know how to find us. Find us Twitter, Instagram, mystery on the at mystery on the rock spelled R O X. You can also find us uh, on Twitch. That's right. We streaming, baby. We do. Um, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash mystery on the rock spelled R O C K S. Uh, you can also email us if you like mysteryontherocks at gmail.com if you're like hey guys it's Robert Wagner here fucking yeah, watch out please stop it's what you're giggle doing. time bitches it's giggle time, it's bitches. Giggle time bitches that's what he says before he sues somebody he says it's giggle he <laughs> yeah, sends you an email saying sassy. it's gaggle time it's gaggle time <laughs> <laughs> I think this means we've got a gag order shit <laughs> uh, you can also find us individually on our various social medias Sue's Twitch tv slash suze kempner or twitter.com slash suze uk and chris twitch.tv slash chris underscore stokes or twitter underscore chris underscore stokes and i am uh, at masood Milas on twitter and also twitch.tv slash masood Milas. also if you've enjoyed the show or if you are enjoying the show leave a review a little comment it does help yeah. it does super help. helpful uh, leave a little review couple of stars on there more than more than a couple five five stars five good. is the recommended couple of couples one for the road couple of couples one for the road yeah. uh, the old the old couple of couples one for the road it's a good combo yeah. thanks everybody for listening and see you next time bye see you have yourselves a mystery on the rocks day have you se- ooh <laughs> I like hope you that. have a mysterious week it's a- <laughs> oh you guys are such fucking nerds <laughs> <laughs> infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials 
Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.